This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in. Mufid, Ayman, Ruda, Rob. Everyone is tuned in on Instagram Live and thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a wicked show for you today and I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. Now, on today's show, we've got... Does sports and politics have a place in what's happening at the moment now? Now, can we use sports and society to highlight politics? We all know what's been trending on George Floyd, but certain athletes have taken to social media to highlight this. That's going to be the topic of the day, so make sure you tune in for that. And we're also talking about Rocky. Sylvester Stallone is releasing a documentary which is huge. So we need to talk about what lessons we learned from the series and what to look forward to. Sharjah is doing great things online to mentally keep the mind martial artists through a global webinar so I'm going to be talking about that and in the final segment I am going to be also picking your brain on questions and answers on the day does uh, politics have a place in sports society find out more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the pilot this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're blessed wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home, listening to us on the podcast, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Rami. And a special shout-out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live. Shout-out to Dino, Mufid, Maria, Nadwa, Mustafa Giko, and the rest of the crew who's always supporting. Much love to you guys. I really appreciate your comments. And the topic of the day is, does politics have a place in sport, and should we be doing more to elevate the topic. Now, that's the first thing that's going to be mentioned um, on our topic of the day, but we are going to talk about one thing first, Rocky. Rocky is out. The documentary is out the end of the week. It's covering a lot of the things that Stallone has, has spoken about in his movies. However, Rocky's more than just a movie, especially in the times we're going in now. Motivation is, is something we haven't highlighted and we haven't really... Um, you know, shown how challenging everything has been. Now, growing up, one of the things that motivated me was Rocky, and in that sense, how the story Rocky was created. Now, for those that don't know, Sylvester Stallone wrote the screen, screenplay for Rocky in three and a half days, shortly after watching the championship match between Muhammad Ali and Chuck Webner that took place at Richfield Coliseum in Ohio, March 24th, 1975, if you want the date. So at 30 years old, with just $106 in his accounts, Stallone turned down a $300,000 offer, the equivalent of $1 million today for the rights. He was determined to make the film he wrote on his terms, starring himself. Now, in 1976, he won three Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Stallone, 
experience at the cer- ceremony was out of this world. The messages from the movie is far beyond just a fictional character, and I'll tell you why. We happen to face challenges every day. We are at home, be it on, on, uh, at work, with our families, anywhere in society, we face those challenges. And as George Floyd has shown, it's bigger than we think. So in that sense, we ended up looking at so much more than just the movie Rocky. If you haven't watched it, you must watch it. And especially you, Spicy, you need to watch that movie. Um, my mother loved the movie, so we decided to re-watch the boxer, as I mentioned, uh, pre-COVID-19, um, just to kind of get ourselves back on track. It's quite an emotional movie as well. The joy, the tears, or in my wife's case, the giggles. I don't know why she laughs when she gets emotional. But yeah, that's one thing. You know that person who giggles when they get emotional instead of crying? Yeah, that's Maria. Shout out to Maria. Um, at crucial times in the movie, when you normally fight the tears back because you're so into the movie, she just starts laughing. <laughs> I don't get it. The reason being, when she gets emotional, she does crack up. So hey, that's one of the things that I, I learned from that movie is my wife laughs at the emotional parts. So many quotes and so many clips throughout the movie, but which stood out for you? Slide into the DMs uh, on Instagram at Omar Alduri or Pulse95 Radio and tell me what stood out for you most in the Rocky series. Now, whatever ambition or goal, you'll never succeed until you get hard work done. And that's exactly what the message in most of the movies transcends throughout. In Rocky 2, this lesson was eloquently spelled out by Rocky's trainer, Mickey. Now, for those that know Mickey, they love Mickey. For a 45-minute fight, you've got to train hard for 45,000 minutes is what Mickey said. That's 10 weeks and 10 hours a day of that. And that puts things in perspective for now when we train for one hour and say, can't do more than that for the day. It's very, very interesting, the messages that came out from this movie. Persistence was another one. Rocky highlighted something far more important than winning or losing and going the distance. So that's another thing we bear in mind. Many of us have become creatures of instant gratification, be it on social media, be it in society, but we want results immediately and often grown at the time it takes to achieve something or worse still we forget that sometimes training or competing is much more about the journey it takes you on rather than the end result so it's very interesting because it shows what challenges society throws at you and when it comes down to mental health and mental fitness they are vital vital things to consider when tackling a problem the challenges you face which are across the six movies cover race culture work love family, society, and so much more. The humility and connection with the fighter is relevant to how we tackle life and not just sport, which is remarkable because before we started the series, my wife asked me a really good question. She asked me, is it based on a true story? And I had to think long about it. I wanted to say yes, but the answer is actually no. It isn't, but it doesn't change the way we view the fictional character that Stallone has created. Stallone described Rocky as the best friend he never had who speaks to him when he faces real-life challenges, a character he brought to life. So even small things from professional boxers who identify with Rocky to the normal person like myself who actually looks up to the character. It helps us with our technique, our development physically and mentally, and it helps the viewer identify with their own personal journey. And that's why Rocky and his story are so special. Everyone at some point experiences challenges in life, training or competition, a moment where you are the underdog, where the odds are stacked against you and where you have to fight through never-ending struggle or where you expect to be beaten and quit. And that's what makes our individual battles different. 
So I'm telling you now, collectively, we're all fighting the same underdog fight, just like Rocky. Now, whether you're struggling for motivation, training for your next fitness event, or just dealing with tough times, I challenge you to apply Rocky's motivational lesson to your own life. And as Rocky said, that's how winning is done. In celebration, the release of the new documentary on June 9th, celebrating the character titled 40 Years of Rocky, The Birth of a Classic, is coming out. Are you looking forward to it? What's your favorite Rocky movie? Text us on 4215, it's a slot or do, or slide into the DMs at Omar Duri live on Instagram. Coming up next, can we use sports in society to highlight politics in the current era? Very, very big topic. We've already started getting messages through in. I'm going to read them out in the next segment. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! What the- It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Massive topic and topic of the day we're talking about. Can we use sports in society to highlight politics? This is, a, this is a mixed bag here. Now, I will say one thing. There's obviously been a lot going on with the George Floyd situation. And rather than jumping on the train, I want to leave it in your hands. Should we be using the platform we have in sports to be able to elevate the situation? And more than elevate the situation, rather than just sharing the message, educating people on why we're putting that message out. Sports versus politics is a huge, huge topic. And for many, many years, we use sports to equal the ground and actually equal the playing fields by saying, there's no difference from what your background is where you come from what you do and now all of a sudden we've got a lot of athletes that are using their platforms to be able to highlight what's going on in society so should we separate the two or should we use sports and also the platform of sports so all the viewerships all the all the the likes and the follows and all these people that follow the athletes should we be using that to elevate the performance levels of what's going on in society what's happening out there because when we do that a lot of people will start to open their eyes to things that maybe have seen might have seen normal which is crazy to think of that and especially where, where I grew up from you know that wasn't normal it wasn't it wasn't the case but it still happened and it still continues to happen today and not just in America and not with just with African people it happens with Arabs it happens with Asians it happens with all sorts of walks of life but should we separate the two and is there room for politics in sport that's another thing because on the one hand like I said before it does stand for equal playing field when you played a match 11 versus 11 when it came to let's say football it didn't matter where you were from it's based on ability it's based on trying to win the game and enjoy the process but right now we don't have that on the other hand it's using its platform the world stage to highlight real issues in society Frederick Canute if you remember the name 
faced a fine from the Spanish Football Federation for revealing a t-shirt expressing support for Palestine during a match. Now, Frederick Canute now obviously is, is retired and a player that almost stood his ground at a very, very important time when it came down to things that we were hearing in the audience or in the crowd. You heard monkey chants, you had all sorts of silliness happening. And he's a practicing Muslim from Mali who always carried himself in such a dignified manner. Recently, and I mean last week recently, Jordan Sancho and Ashraf Hakimi scored for their clubs, Borussia Dortmund. And in respect of the events, they dedicated their, go their goals to George Floyd by revealing their shirts. Jordan Sa Sancho did receive a yellow card for the celebration, but Hakimi didn't. So at some point, by us punishing players for voicing their opinion in the support, is that right? Should we be looking at FIFA and saying, you know, sometimes common sense is, is probably the hardest common practice we need to do. If someone is supporting the cause and it's not harming anyone, then why not? Why not? Why don't we do that? Because sometimes athletes are looked at as not doing enough. Well, this is the time when what? So he scored a goal and he celebrated by lifting his shirt over his head and you can see justice for George. So what? I mean, that's the thing again. When we do, when athletes do things which is quite silly, we always think, oh, why did you do that? But when they do things like that, I honestly don't know where the common sense is. In a statement on Tuesday, FIFA said it fully understands the depth of the sentiment and concern expressed by many footballers in the light of the tragic circumstances of the George Floyd cases. Okay, so if you understand it, why are you, why are you allowing referees to give him a yellow card? Why are you allowing players to get punished for something that means and factors for more than just a message? You know, it added that applying the laws of the game was the responsibility of competition organizers such as domestic leagues who FIFA said should use common sense and having blah, blah, blah. Again, you're saying the right thing, but you're punishing the player for showing support. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Anyway, um, in a different sport, Lewis Hamilton is someone that is probably classified as the best uh, Formula One racer out there at the moment. Some people might, you know, not agree with that, but that's just my opinion. He spoke out. Now, this is very interesting because with Lewis Hamilton, you know, he's, he's always that cool cat that doesn't really react, let's say, uh, you know, in the media. He said the following, I see those of you who are staying silent, some of you the biggest stars, yet you stay silent in the midst of injustice. He wrote this on his Instagram, by the way. Not a sign from anybody in my industry, which of course is a white-dominated sport, which is a big comment to say that. Um, he continued to say, I'm one of the only people of color there, yet I stand alone. I would have thought by now you would see why this happened and say something about it, but you can't stand alongside us. Just know, I know who you are and I see you. Whew. We are not born with racism and hate in our hearts. It is taught by those we look up to. It's vital we are aware that this matter has highlighted something in society that's been going on for years and not just in the US but globally. It's also important to show empathy and respect to what's going on. We don't need to overcomplicate situations but be mindful. Now, very, very good stuff. I actually really, really liked what Lewis Hamilton said. Um, if you haven't been racially abused, okay, then be careful how you comment because words can hurt people. So this is my advice from the halftime show on to other people. I will say that mainly because growing up in London, I won't lie, I did face mild versions of it. Nothing of what we've seen at the moment, but mild versions of it. 
And as the minority, the Africans and the Arabs did form uh, beautiful friendships, not because of anything specific, but because we didn't feel, you know, accepted as, as the other, um, let's say, cultures. Uh, again, which is a challenge. So that's something that I would say we had to face. However... Playing sport at a high level, the opposition, in my experience, tried to gain uh, sort of an advantage, which I had to experience. Um, one of those was being racially abused or verbally abused, as we call it. Except the difference is, um, when you're playing sport, there's no room for that. It should be based on ability and not by what verbally you say to someone. So we, we um, King Fad Academy, the school I used to play for, played against uh, St. Paul's who were probably the best football school at the time. And they beat everyone, and I mean everyone. And one player thought by calling me um, a different term for Pakistani, uh, he would be racially abusing me. Um, and of course, he used a different word, but at the time, you know, they saw us all the same, which is ignorance from their part and a lack of education. But someone at 16, now I'm putting someone else's uh, body in, in my experience. Someone at 16 who's never faced that would react. Thankfully, I had a great team around me. Uh, shout out to everyone who played in that team and coach uh, Ricks, may his soul rest in peace. These things teach you a lot of things and sports does do that to you. Does it have a place for politics? I don't believe it has a place for politics, but I believe it has a place for education. And in educating people, it gives you the opportunity to be able to right wrongs that have been embedded in their ancestors for decades. And I say that very, very lightly. And it's not its not those people's fault because it, it's a generation after generation of teaching you what's wrong, what's right, what can be said, what can't be said. And wherever you're from, from around the world, it's not just about you know blackout tuesday all lives matter and this is something that we have to kind of highlight even in the middle east even in europe even in africa south america wherever you are something very very key is that we learn to educate ourselves before we make comments online that could make um, a big big difference and shout out to all the people who did actually um you know educate people and put their message out there just because it actually causes more uh, chance of not ignoring what the important message is and here from pulse 95 and the halftime show we're sending you love and energy and stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on pulse 95 oh he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! What the- It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri, your host. What a day it's been so far. On the first segment, we spoke about Rocky and the documentary coming out. And, and Rocky being a bigger message than just a movie, a fictional character. In the second one, that was a topic of the day, we spoke about does politics have a role in sports and are we doing enough on the sports scene to highlight the issues that we're currently facing, not just in Africa, not just with black Americans, but also with the world, with the Asians, with the Europeans, 
change with so many people that face you know um, racism and, and, and abuse in society so that's that's key and I also I'm diving into a positive more light note and I got to give a special shout out from Mariyum uh, tuned in live from London and also Alize who's sending their wishes to the halftime show thank you so much for that we love that here one of the things that's more positive and uplifting is what Sharjah are doing at the moment and very very interesting that there is um there's a world champion karate uh, webinar happening in Sharjah, which happened actually yesterday, and it had some of the best uh, champions in karate, keeping the younger generation motivated and enthralled in what's happening, because it has been challenging, you know, being at home, being on the lockdown. There's so many things that we've had to face, um, you know, which has tested us mentally as well as physically. And this is why I love what Sharjah are doing, because what they did is um, the world karate champions Stanislav Horuna of Ukraine and Steve De Costa of France led a handful of top regional karatikas to kickstart the sport's first ever online Sharjah International Forum for Martial Arts yesterday at 8pm, which was really, really good. It was organised by the Sharjah Self-Defence Sports Club under the auspices of Sharjah Sports Council. The webinar commenced with regional champions including Kuwaiti duo Salman Abdullah Al-Musawi and Mohammed Abdullah Al-Musawi and the UAE only ranked karateka Ahmed Salim Al-Basleb on the discussion panel. And what's nice about this is you ought to also think about the generation that are, you know, aspiring to really live up to all this. And then all of a sudden COVID hits us and they're thinking this has never happened before in our lives. But guess what, guys? It hasn't happened in the older generation's lives either. So that's one of the things that is really nice about this because I like that Sharjah have held on to it and really thought of educating the youngsters on, you know, staying motivated staying focused because eventually inshallah everything will return and when it does we've got to be right on point and I was having this conversation earlier with my wife and one of my best friends uh, Victor or shout out to Coco um, about you know what's what's normal and what's not what's kind of building habits and what's actually making things work a certain way and I listened to um, Sally Musa's show actually earlier today and she was talking about you know having things that are habitual um, from everything that's happened for 73 days whatever it was you were going through at home it kind of challenged us a certain way and now all of a sudden we're having to adapt to a different you know a different ball game altogether so very very interesting stuff on that side well done Sharjah very very good to see you educating the youngsters Um, I'm very very happy with that and I also like the fact that we're doing something not just for us we're doing something for the younger generation we're keeping things um, nice and focused and it's I don't know I don't know how you feel about this but it's really really put things in perspective very very much so on on how to educate the youth and also how not to get get lazy because sometimes you know that kind of energy draws a certain a certain level of things which is yeah, very very tricky so shout out to everyone in Sharjah shout out to Karatikas as well it's something that I you know I admire and respect heavily so so I'm thinking of you guys and we're sending you love from the Halftime Show more coming up next as we answer your questions and highlight the topics of the day on the only place to be at 3 the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! 
It sure is that time. It's the halftime show. Though Mal I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in today. I think we've had a few issues on the Instagram live at Omar Duri and Pulse 95 Radio, but you have stuck it out, and we are almost approaching full time on the halftime show. And wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM, Pulse 95 Radio.com, or even our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. I hope you're safe. I hope you're having a great day, and I hope we've added a little bit of more light to your day today. And we've spoken about Rocky and the series that's coming out on the 9th of June, which is highlighting 40 years of Rocky, which is incredible. The messages behind Rocky, the fictional character that actually brings things to life. On the second segment, we spoke about one of the most important trending topics at the moment is racism and politics in sport. And have we used sport to, to raise awareness and educate people for those that don't know on what's been happening in the current situation? A lot of people have stood by the George Floyd situation and rightfully so. But I think it's more than just George Floyd. I think it's more than just African. I think it happens all over the world. I think it happens in Europe. I think it happens in Asia. I think it happens in Africa. I think it happens everywhere. South America happens everywhere. And right now, are we doing enough in sport to raise that topic? So that was one of the things I had a few really, really good topics uh, topics, uh, and comments made. What's up, Arwa and Alize, of course, and Ahmad from Egypt, who's tuned in and Mudassar as well. A couple of topics that were raised on. Let me just bring them to the screen now. Those that left the Instagram live messages. Um, I had Mufid, who came up with some really good stuff. He said, athletes are judged and punished even when they say the wrong things and likewise should be commended when they say the right things. 100% agree with you. Ruda from the UK said, athletes have a huge following and they have the ability and capacity to reach out to a lot of people to highlight issues that are occurring in certain instances. Let's educate them. Brilliant, Ruda. Love that. We have another one here who's commenting on what Ruda said. Exactly what Ruda said. Anyone in the public eye has a responsibility to speak out about world issues. Muhammad Ali was one of the most famous, first outspoken athletes and voice that was heard. And I love that. Brilliant, brilliant on that side. Exactly what I was looking at today. The topics and also at the same time, a lot of the, the in the past, we've always used sports as an equal playing field. But it kind of feels like it's not equal at the moment. And some of the athletes, including Lewis Hamilton, Jordan Sancho and Ashraf Hakimi, have gone to social media and have gone to live sports to show their disgruntlement at the situation at the moment. And as I said, it's not just one uh, one society. It happens all around the world. And that's something that I... Uh, I have to highlight and I have to I have to kind of emphasize this. It's not just one place. It's all the places um, and something that instead of just sharing and posting and reposting or forwarding, let's educate people about it um, and let's kind of open their minds to maybe something that their generations before them had taught them that it was normal. We are coming up to full time on the halftime show, guys. I hope... I hope you are safe. I hope you've had an incredible day. And remember to catch us every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 um, on the Halftime Show. We're also on Instagram Live as well at Omar Duri and Pulse95 Radio. Stay tuned for more because coming up next is the Afternoon Karak with the dynamic duo, Mikhail Atiyah and Aisha Mazmi. And this is a full time on the Halftime Show. Hope you're good. Asya, shout out to Asya who's tuning on the Instagram Live. Asya, you are late, but you can catch us on the podcast. <laughs> Take care, guys. Stay blessed. And I'll see you soon. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.